sun, beaches, and Latin-inspired flavors are what people around the world call their vacation paradise. We call this home. Welcome to the weekly podcast that captures it all. The Scoop on Miami. This is The Scoop on Miami. And beginning today, we'll spotlight the places, the people, the businesses, and some of our hidden treasures. I'm your host, Ernie Emad, a 54-year resident of the Magic City, and along with my co-host, Lainey Rada, we'll discover and rediscover Miami together on The Scoop on Miami. Find us on iTunes and everywhere your favorite podcast is found. And don't forget to like, follow, and share. The Scoop on Miami. Welcome to The Scoop on Miami. We're so excited to share our journey all things Miami with you every week. I'm Ernie Emad, broker owner of One Premier International Realty, with my co-host Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Hello, Lainey. Hello, Ernie. How are you doing today under these circumstances? Today's another great day. At least we get to look out the window to these beautiful blue skies. You're not kidding. And that's what everybody comes to South Florida for with beautiful blue skies. You know, a quick little note. Um, obviously, we're at the beginning of April. Florida is under a, a stay home um, order and uh, rents are due. And uh, we're really facing with some unprecedented times. And uh, tenants know exactly what that means. Uh, Miami is one of the most uh, burdened, rent burdened cities in the nation. And that's according to the U.S. Census data. Uh, nearly two-thirds of renters here spend more than 30% of their income in housing. And over 74,000 have filed for unemployment benefits. And they're expecting about 100,000 uh, to file for unemployment benefits. And Miami-Dade County renters have uh, quite a few protections at the county, state, and federal levels. For starters, Miami-Dade police have stopped enforcing eviction orders while under the state emergency. And the Supreme Court's have advised the state's clerks of the courts to stop issuing these writs of possessions. So in actuality, there's nothing a landlord can do. File for eviction and it'll just sit there. You can go to the Legal Services of Greater Miami, which provides free legal help to low-income residents. And now beyond that, Congress just passed last Friday the CARES Act that placed a 120-day moratorium on evictions for tenants in federally financed housing, or from properties that are federally backed mortgages. And the good thing for tenants are that about 70% of all single family homes are federally backed and those tenants cannot be evicted. Look folks, in the end, uh, this type of moratorium or rent suspension means you still owe the landlord. So my suggestion is that you pick up your phone and come up to some type of an agreement with the landlord. Otherwise, when this period passes, you're gonna owe a lot of money. Uh, other than that, do you have anything to say, Lainey? No, I think that that's a good lead, the legal resource um, connection there. They're very helpful and they're responsive. So I think that will help people where they need to be um, communicated, you know, with somebody. And one of the things that I have heard is that if you uh, think that you're going to get away with, uh, with not paying your rent, it's going to impact your future chances of getting a rent someplace else. So you definitely want to communicate. Communication really saves a lot of, of um, problems down the line. So 
That's you're, what I would suggest. Yep, you're absolutely right. Communication, communication, communication. You know when and I, as far as far as for the landlord, um, that they if if they have a situation with a tenant that is impacted because of their job that is lost by coronavirus uh, situation, they really need to keep documentation on that because they're going to have a grace period most likely if they have a mortgage. So it goes both ways to keep records on everything. Absolutely. And if you're on a month to month, it's a quicker way once everything gets started to get evicted and you don't want to get into that cycle at all. Now to positive news, you know, as I got started with these items, I have a little extra time and started to go through some of my list of what I had in my back burner file. Um, Podcasting was on the top of that list and I wanted to be able to reach people in a different medium. And uh, I launched a podcast three weeks ago ago called the For Sale by Owner Authority podcast that's found also on iTunes. And the current crisis, uh, I decided to launch a second podcast, which is The Scoop on Miami. And as I was working on The Scoop on Miami, uh, thinking about how we can help the community and uh, spotlight the hardworking people and businesses that serve and employ us, um, and I was recording The Hidden Treasures, I came up with Lainey. Uh, We've known each other for so long, and she's such a perfect and fabulous person, not only for this segment, um, but with the wealth of information that she has in South Florida. So I'm very grateful, Lainey, that you took the time uh, to take me up on this, uh, uh, what I think is a great opportunity for both of us. Oh, definitely. I was so excited when you called. I was all about congratulating you, and I had no idea that you were calling me for such a different reason. So I'm very happy about it. Well, thank you so much. So, you know, I thought that every week, one of the most important things as we look forward to the hidden treasures and everything that South Florida has to offer the world, that we take a step back and look at how things got started in Miami. And realistically, I just love uh, this segment that uh, Lainey has put together for us. It's time to take a look back with Lainey Rada. With Lainey Rada. Miami, Miami Rewind. In the early 60s, Coconut Grove was a progressive place. There were writers, artists, and art galleries. It was a hip place. The hippies were there. That word came from the word hipster, which was used to describe beatniks in Greenwich Village and Haight-Ashbury. A journalist named Herb Cain made the term hippies popular. He worked for the San Francisco Chronicle. The free spirit of beatniks went to the coffee houses and bars. In the 1950s, they used Peacock Park to frolic. They took over with their frisbees and their vans. St. Stephen's Church let them park across the street and even let them use their telephones. This was a counterculture haven. I lived in the Grove at that time. One night, our family waited in the car while my dad went to get something at the store. I can vividly recall them standing at the hood of our car. My mother told us three kids to be still and quiet. We stared at them, twisting the Mercedes-Benz emblem right off the hood. In 1956, the Grove Cinema opened, which is what came to be the Coconut Grove Playhouse in 1963. The first show was Irma LaDuce. It is a romantic comedy based off a French stage musical. Billy Wilder produced and wrote the film, which earned three Academy nominations and one award. Charlie Cinnamon, a longtime Grove resident who spent five decades in the business, was the producer of the Playhouse. To gain an audience for the movie premiere, The artist community was asked to display their art in clothesline style. This atmosphere was intended to resemble the left bank in Paris for this French movie. 
This became the birth of the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. It is one of the largest outdoor art festivals in the nation, attracting an estimated 120,000 visitors for 57 years now. In time, the King Orange Jamboree, the King Mango Strut, and the Goombay Festival followed. That's the scoop. Let me tell you, even a 54-year resident of this town learned something new with that segment. That was just incredible um, to take us back to that time. Yes, uh, it, it, it's very vivid because it was colorful and the people were very dramatic looking. And, you know, everybody knows what hippies look like. But in, in that time, those were the first time that we saw all those collective group of people that all dressed like that and hung around. It yeah. was very different. So let me ask you, why did you move to Miami? What brought you to Miami? I was born in Miami. You were born in Miami. So the whole yeah. family was born in Miami or your parents were from where? No. My parents, um, my my father's Cuban and my mother's Irish. And her family migrated into the Carolinas from South Carolina and I uh, was very active in that area for till, till this day. My some of my family still lives there, and my father um, uh, came from Cuba at a very young age when he was nine years old. So my family was here long before Castro took power. And both my parents moved to Miami with their families when they were nine years old. So they were very young when they came here, and they met in high school. So that's how I ended up being born in Miami. Huh. Interesting. That is an interesting story. So um, without a doubt, uh, we all have different reasons why we ended up in Miami. And the whole world uh, uh, looks at Miami a little bit different than us that have been here for a long time. And I want to take you through uh, uh, what are some of those reasons that the rest of the world loves South Florida? It's time to hear the top 20 reasons why people all over the world visit and buy in Miami. In at number 20, appreciating real estate values, making investing in South Florida a financially solid choice. Number 19, top rankings. Miami has the largest concentration of international banks in the U.S. Miami skyline ranks third in the U.S. behind New York City and Chicago and 18th in the world. Miami is the only major city in the United States bordered by two national parks, Everglades National Park on the west and Biscayne National Park on the east. Number 18, hospitals. 33 hospitals and Jackson Memorial is one of the top 25 hospitals in the U.S. And Miami Children's Hospital is rated the top pediatric hospital in the country. Number 17, educational institutions, fourth largest U.S. school district, five colleges and universities, and three law schools. And at number 16, Port of Miami, cruise capital of the world, with more than 4 million passengers a year, also serves 240 seaports, 9 million tons of cargo. Top markets are China, Italy, Hong Kong, Honduras, and Brazil. Number 15, World Aviation Hub. Third in the U.S. with 33.5 million passengers a year, over 80 airlines to 120 destinations. Top freight airport in the U.S. with 1.8 million tons and 19 billion in business revenues per year. 
Number 14, top tourist destination, 12.6 million overnight guests, with 6 million of them international visitors. Number 13, hotels, ranked fifth in the U.S. in occupancy after New York, Oahu Island, San Francisco, and Boston. Number 12, global business center for business, finance, commerce, media, entertainment, arts, and international trade. No state income tax. Home to nearly 1,200 multinational companies from 56 nations. There are more than 100 international consulates, trade offices, and binational chambers of commerce. Number 11, the most international city in the U.S. Nearly 50% of the population is foreign-born and speak over 100 languages. Number 10, Gateway to the Americas. Strategic location between Latin America and Europe. Capital of the Americas. Perfect for business or pleasure. Number 9, Commercial and Investment Real Estate. Vacancy rates for all commercial sectors in Miami are far below the national average. Retail and multifamily are outperforming most major markets in the U.S. Number 8, Entertainment entertainment industry, major fashion center, top modeling agencies in the world, fashion week, and more than 2,400 motion picture and video businesses. Number seven, restaurants. In Miami, you can savor worldwide cuisine unlike any other city in the U.S. Number six, fabulous nightlife. Ocean Drive and more. Top restaurants, nightclubs, bars, world famous hotspots. In at number five, exciting lifestyles for all. Young adults, families, baby boomers, retirees, celebrities and visitors. There are museums, performing arts venues, art galleries, professional sports and amazing places to shop. Number four, water sports and activities. Enjoy snorkeling, sailing, boating, kayaking, swimming, diving, and other water sports all year round. In at number three, beautiful beaches. Greater Miami has 84 miles of Atlantic Ocean coastline and 67 square miles of inland waterways and more than 15 miles of world famous beaches. In at number two, enviable weather. The only major subtropical city in the continental U.S. Average temperature 75 degrees. And the number one reason why people visit and buy in Miami is... We are the number one market for international buyers. Florida is the top state in the U.S. And Miami is the top market for all international buyers. And it's expected to outperform other U.S. markets long into the future. And that's the 20 top reasons why people around the world visit and buy in Miami. And we are fortunate to live in South Florida and be in the real estate industry. Won't you say that, Lainey? Definitely. I've always found it very exciting because there are just so many ways to go and so many ways to work with somebody at every price range, every type of living arrangement, from small to large to to a horse farm to a, a penthouse. It's such a big range that it's very stimulating. It really is. And and for us have been here for so many years, you know, Miami has really grown up to be a very young city. Uh, Miami used to be where everybody came and retired. I remember South Beach as well as you do with the mm -hmm. rocking chairs, right? <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. it, it was just not a happening place. And now Miami has got to be one of the youngest cities in the country with so much wealth. It's It's just an incredible place to live. 
it is fun. I find it so stimulating just driving around and seeing the different changes and there's, there's little old places and there's big fancy places. It's shiny and um, also has so much history, which is something that I've always been interested in. I keep getting deeper and deeper into it. I, I agree. Look, when and, we... and one of the things that I go ahead. One, something that I've always enjoyed is when you go to Miami Beach. I think has uh, since I think there's a lot of tourists and also the demographics are very um, mixed with a lot of different people from different countries. And whenever you walk down Lincoln Road or you walk down the boardwalk at the beach, you hear different languages. There are so many languages because you said there, you know, with the statistics, how many, 400 languages that there's so many you can't even recognize, but I find that stimulating. I, I agree with you 100%. When we return to the scoop on Miami, We'll continue to talk all things Miami. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate from Douglas Elliman. I have over 30 years experience of market cycles to bring to every transaction. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings when other agents average 40%, just give me a call 305-710-8558, 305 305- 710-8558. I look forward to speaking to you then. It might seem obvious or go without saying that good photography and videography are critical for your success in selling for the highest price. In fact, homes with high quality photography sell 32% faster and Blue Hour Studios specializes in real estate photography and cinematic video walkthroughs to the residential and commercial markets. We use Canon full frame cameras, L-series professional lenses, multiple light sources, and the latest video equipment and cameras shooting for cinematic videos. You don't need a million dollar home, but any home can look like a million dollars. For a limited time, the Fisbo Authority podcast listeners can receive our photo and video package for 25% off using code podcast when calling to book your shoot. Increase the traffic to your home. Call 305-205-0364 or visit bluehourstudios.com. Welcome back to The Scoop on Miami. I'm your host, Ernie E. Matt, along with Lainey Rada. And if you like what you hear, like and share and download The Scoop on Miami. It's found on iTunes and, heck, you can even ask Alexa to play The Scoop on Miami podcast. Well, Lainey, you know, every week we wanted to spotlight people, places, and businesses um, to highlight the community, um, and specifically community leaders, uh, and the normal people that make South Florida what it is, as well as the businesses and what makes South Florida go around. Lainey? I'm seeing um, something that I think is uh, very different, that I'm really grateful that we have the World Wide Web during a pandemic and a shutdown because it makes our environment completely different than if, if this happened uh, 25 years ago. So... I see that there are so many people doing things online that have these live spots. They have all kinds of exercise classes, virtual tours of zoos and museums. And so we can do something like that on a local basis, hands-on, because we're right here and we welcome 
um, exposing you more, this is an opportunity to maybe get an audience where you didn't have one before because every every kind of different you know person is going to be looking for things that are entertaining for them in a different way because you're not out in the street. So we'd like to bring the spotlight to you. Absolutely. Look, if you're an artist, you own an art gallery, um, you are in the health and beauty business. Um, uh, we'd like to hear from you. We'd love to spotlight your business and uh, tell the people your services, what you're offering and uh, what you're going through because we're all in the same shoes here. And what we'd like to do is um, throughout the year is consistently every single week is spotlight the people and businesses that make our communities great. And at the same time, we're going to learn about all the great places in Miami and rediscover some of those places that we have um, kind of forgotten about or um, really haven't looked at lately. Um, We are in our own little bubble world and uh, sometimes Uh, We're fortunate that we're in the real estate industry and we drive around all of South Florida and we can really um, appreciate all of the changes um, that have taken place in uh, South Florida. Um, How about you, uh, Lainey? I I have seen some businesses that still do not have a website. And this is a perfect time for those people to get some more attention. And they're home listening to all kinds of information and this is where we want to bring you some more customers. When things open up, there'll be a, a whole different um, momentum of, of objectives and things that people want to do together. And it would be a perfect time to hear from people like that. Um, also, just any anything that's small to anything that's big, um, we like to help everyone because you serve our community. So it's, we're all together. Absolutely. Hey, look, when we come back to the Scoop on Miami, we're going to cover the 305's Hidden Treasures. It's a little South Florida gem that you're going to be happy to hear about. And that's coming up on the Scoop on Miami. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate from Douglas Elliman. I have over 30 years experience of market cycles to bring to every transaction. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings when other agents average 40%, just give me a call, 305-710-8558, 305-710-8558. I look forward to speaking to you then. With hundreds of brokerages, thousands of agents, how do you cut through all the noise? One Premier International Realty, a boutique real estate brokerage located in Coral Gables, doing business the old-fashioned way, putting people first, buying, selling, or leasing residential and commercial properties in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Monroe counties. One Premier International provides each customer a high level of service and communication experience with full-time agents from around the world bringing their unique sense of business skills and a foreign customer base. One Premier International Realty. You've heard of private banking, now experience private brokerage, a higher level of service and knowledge. One Premier International Realty. 305-669-0233 or go online to www.onepremierinternational.com. We are back to The Scoop on Miami. And I'm Ernie Emad, the host of The Scoop on Miami, along with my co-host, Lainey Rada. 
And uh, welcome back, Lainey. Welcome back, Ernie. <laughs> you bet. Hey, look, um, this is going to be a lot of fun as we continue with our journey, and we hope that you follow um, in this journey. We have a special um, segment now. It's called the 305's Hidden Treasure. Lainey, you want to uh, lead us into it? Well, I, um, th- I thought of this little place because when you say a treasure, I think of something small, and you'll hear why it's, uh, it-, it came to my mind. I'll, I'll let it speak for itself since um, you can hear all the details coming up. And now it's time for the 305, the 305 Hidden Treasures. Hidden Treasures with Lainey Rada. In keeping with founder George Merrick's original vision for the city of Coral Gables, there are 271 acres of parks. In the early 2000s, the Coral Gables Parks and Recreation Department did a survey of the residents and 96% thought the parks contributed to the quality of life. Parks and Recreation decided on different descriptions of types of parks. There is a classification of an urban open space. They also had a range of native flora designed for each space. This pocket park that is our hidden treasure today is Pittman Park, located at 2200 Galliano Street. Galliano is a Spanish surname of Italian origin coming from a Latin root Gallia and the Roman Empire. The park has a large pink monument stone and a fountain, which is not working unfortunately. This 0.1 acre park has grass, shady oaks, and palm trees. As was required, there's also lighting and benches. This little triangular space is surrounded by large commercial buildings. It's perfect for having a lunchtime bite or some sunshine away from your office. In 2014, some residents gathered and made a pumpkin patch. I have not been able to uncover how Pittman Park got its name. The way I was introduced to this teeny little park was by a scavenger hunt clue during sorority rush in Coral Gables High School. This was long before GPS. It took forever to find it. Now it's your turn. A perfect place for uh, a little bag lunch, having my office in Coral Gables. I'm going to look it up since I have a GPS. It's not going to take me as long as it took you. (laughs) You can walk there from your office. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, where's your office? My office is on Biscayne Boulevard in the Mimo District, another historic neighborhood. And do you live in that area? No, I live in Miami Beach. You live in Miami Beach. And how long have you lived mm-hmm. on the beach? Uh, this is the third time I've lived in Miami Beach. I lived in Miami Beach when um, the, those old people were in their rocking chairs. <laughs> and and, and uh, Lincoln Road was some of uh, the stores that are there now were actually doctor's offices with the majority of the tenants there, believe it or not. And I also lived in Miami Beach at the time of the the boom before the bust in 2008. I lived there um, for most of the early 2000s. And then I just came back to the area. So I've seen it in different times and been in a little bit different spots every time. So it's been a, an interesting exposure. You know, Miami is uh, not only such a beautiful city with all the new construction, but it's also a very clean city. Mm-hmm. No question That's about true. that. You know, I don't know how many of you woke up this morning to see the beautiful sunrise we had today. 
and we're still having uh, temperatures in the 80s. And, um, and that's really why uh, people end up uh, moving here to South Florida. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. It also keeps the businesses, um, for, except for right now, because we're in a very different uh, experience uh, globally, but a lot of the businesses move their headquarters here and they have large um, offices here because it doesn't have any interruption with weather problems like they have up north when they can't even get a package out because it's, there's a snowstorm, for example. So um, even though we have hurricanes, they usually only blow over and they're gone within the same you know couple days and we're back in business. So that's another reason it's very consistent. As a matter of fact, talking about hurricanes, uh, you know, we're dealing with coronavirus, but uh, the National Hurricane uh, um, Service just released this year's uh, list today. And it's... Uh, <laughs> it's I know, a, it's backing it's, right up. It's an active one uh, as well. We've been very fortunate to miss them and we hope that uh, uh, we're fortunate this time as well to, to beat that. We shall see. Mother Nature has your own ideas. How quickly 30 minutes goes by. The first scoop on Miami is behind us now, and thank you for joining us. I'm Ernie Emad, broker owner of One Premier International and the host alongside Lainey Rada. Lainey? Hi there. I'm Lane Rada from Douglas Elliman Real Estate. And uh, like you've heard along these commercial breaks that I've been in, in the business for over 30 years. And I'm looking forward to seeing how I can bring that uh, experience to the transactions going forward because we don't know what to expect right now. Laney, again, if somebody needs to reach you, what's the best number to call you? 305 and my um, website is MiamiLivingHome.com. Thank you for joining us today on The Scoop on Miami.